Mark, the big business news of the week are plans by Microsoft. They're going to build a $1 billion, with a B, $1 billion data center in Mount Pleasant. This was supposed to be developed by Foxconn. How did this yep. all happen, and why did nobody know this was coming? This is something we talked, remember last year, we talked a little bit about that site and the fact that there is no question that, that what has happened there is nowhere near what was promised with Foxconn. They do have some, some things there, but nowhere near. But the site was made ready for that. So the water, the sewer, the roads were all put in. And, you know, and it was seen as a prime site. And we came in second last year when that area was up to try and draw intel into the area. But here was a case where they were out looking for a large site, 300 acres or so, and they're able to get that quickly happen there. And this is a big development. It's a big deal. There's not a lot of jobs here, probably a couple hundred jobs from the first of these. But I think it's more so the land is being used. It'll be active from a company that everybody knows and that has a track record here. So it's a significant step forward, a lot of steps to go. But after what's happened over the past couple of years, it's nice to see large firms that they're looking at. It's a very strong region, something you and I, again, have talked about. That area from the state line, north through Racine, think about it. you got a Haribo, you got Amazon, you got E-Line. Now you're going to have Microsoft. So you have these big names that are looking there because access to I-94 is so easy. But do you think that Microsoft moving to this area of Wisconsin right. could mean there could be a trend of other yeah. Silicon Valley businesses looking right here in the Midwest? Here's a couple of things. One is I think this isn't the end for them. I mean, I think we looked around at some of their other things around the country, and they've done something like this in Atlanta or right outside Atlanta. They've done this in Iowa, but they've not done one or two of these. They've done more. They've done three or four of these. So there's a chance for more development from them there, all depending how this goes, all depending on the welcome, all depending on the state involvement. But I also think you're right. These companies like to be near each other. And it's kind of what I said of what's happened between the state line right near I-94, so much stuff in Kenosha, a lot of those companies coming out of Northern Illinois up there. But yeah, I think you will see more. And there's clearly a lot of land. This 300 acres is coming out of the villages portion. They still have over 900 acres. There's still about 800 or so more acres owned by Foxconn. So there's a lot of land down there that's ready to go, that's drawing attention nationally. And while we might not end up with what we thought we were down there in terms of Foxconn, I think over time we will see a lot of these kinds of companies there. So I think it's really strong news for the region. And we touched on this last week when we talked about Mitchell Airport versus O'Hare. Yep. This area yeah. is smack dab in the middle, in the middle. of yep. access to both of the those airports, I would think that's going to be very attractive for a lot of these tech companies to want to yeah. develop here. I think you're 100% right. I think that corridor, and we've been saying this for years, the corridor between Milwaukee and Chicago, going south from Milwaukee, Oak Creek, Racine, Kenosha, Pleasant Prairie, is a hot zone and has been a hot zone forever. What's been nice for the past few years is that we've been able to drop a lot of firms out of Northern Illinois, but now we're starting to see firms who are coming in from other areas. So I think over time, this is continue to be hot. They've spent a lot of money on infrastructure, which is so important because as a company, when they come in, they don't want to wait a year or two or three to get water, sewer, and roads. If that's already there, it just makes it easier for them to really look at that site. So I think that's a big part of it. The ease of our airport is good, but you have to have the nonstop flights. I think this region is just going to get stronger and stronger over time. You're here with Mark Cass, editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal, and you hosted a meeting about downtown Milwaukee. Uh, all the big CEOs were there. Mayor Cavalier Johnson was there. You even had We Energy's chairman, Gail Clappa, and also Marcus Corporation's Greg Marcus, all talking about business issues in the yeah. Central Business District. What was number one that they were concerned about? Well, you know, not surprisingly, I think for anybody who's watched the news, I mean, it's crime. Crime is a huge issue right now. Not only in Milwaukee, this is throughout the country in any large city, but here in Milwaukee, it's number one on their list because it impacts their employees. 
impacts their operations. They need to obviously adjust. So this is a big deal. And what they've said is that we are working together. We've met with the mayor as a group. So a group of high-level exec met with the mayor, and are trying to work with him together as a team to really address these issues. And there's this issue of funding. We need more money for police. We need more money to have officers on the street. We need more money for education. We need more money for job training. That's all true. But what they said that we need something now. We need to ensure things are really moving in the right direction now, whether that's more police on the streets, whether that's surveillance cameras, whether that's other things that are going to help in June, July, and August, while also working on long-term issues. Because the problem becomes, as these issues happen, and they're on the news, and they're heard about from people in Heartland, or people in Oconomowoc, or people in Wales, those people are not coming to the heart of the city, and that costs them money. It also hurts them with workers. They're trying to get their workers into the office again, right? There's this move this year to have staff return to the office, spend more days in the office. Well, if they're hearing about issues, whether it's cars that are getting smashed into, whether it's reckless driving, whether it's other crime, they're saying, well, I'd rather work at home where it's not an issue. So this is a big part of the city. And we heard two or three times throughout this meeting, if we don't address this issue, it could really stop our renaissance, which we've seen over the last few years. So it's getting a lot of attention right now. And hopefully the mayor is listening. I know another thing you did this week is you interviewed the co-CEOs of Advocate Health. And that, of course, was the Coalition of Advocate Aurora Health and Atrium Health. This is now what? The largest private employer in southeastern Wisconsin. What kind of commitment do they have to Milwaukee? This is one I think goes under the radar a bit because we don't talk health care a lot, but it's clearly a really important thing to everybody in the community. But Advocate Aurora, Atrium Health merged late in 22. They are now the fifth largest healthcare organization in the country. Big deal for Milwaukee because we all know about Aurora Healthcare, how many employees they have here, how a lot of us use them for our healthcare. And what they have said to us, because there's a question, clearly when your headquarters is going to be in Charlotte and not in Milwaukee and not in Chicago, which it will be over time, what is the commitment to Milwaukee? Will you still be active here? Will you still be involved here? And what we heard from the CEOs who were on stage with me was, yes, this is a significant area for us. We will be here. We will be active here. We'll be involved in the community, whether it's through sponsorship, whether it's through its community events, whether it's through working on significant health care issues. We all know there are significant health care issues in the Milwaukee area, all depending on where you live. There are certain zip codes where they have significant health issues that need to be addressed. So what they said is, yes, we are all in on Milwaukee. You're not going to see less here. But it's a question that's out there. It's a question we have to hold them to because they are, as you said earlier, the largest private employer in the region. They're our largest health care provider in the region. They need to be involved. They need to be active. So it was good to hear. But on the other hand, we need to keep watching this one because over time, it can't really lead away. Well, tomorrow's opening day, the day we've been waiting for it. Yeah. Yes. Fan, the burgers are in town. I, I can see you got a cheese head on already, don't you? You're wearing your cheese head. <laughs> you got your foam thing out with your finger. I know you're all in. But what does the return of baseball mean to all those businesses around Amfan Field? Yeah. It's a big deal. I think sometimes we kind of lose track of this, what it means to the region. And I'll talk about a couple fronts. One is the obvious impact of the restaurants and the bars near the stadium. They're full on a game day. They do the shuttles. They do the specials. They're very involved. But I also think you have to look at the hotels because we have people who will come in for these things all the time. Having a rough means that if you live in Eagle River, if you live in Hurley, if you live in La Crosse and you want to attend a game, it means it's going to happen. So you get those groups that come down here. The other interesting this year, Libby, is the way that the schedule has changed. And the Brewers now play every team. So you'll see games this year, which I'm very excited about, against the Angels. They'll play the Red Sox. They'll play the White Sox. People travel from those teams. I'm always amazed when I'm out there for a game against the Cardinals. How many Cardinals fans are in town for the whole weekend who spend money at our hotels? How many Cubs fans? I hate saying that out loud, but it's true. How many Cubs fans come up here and spend money? So having those teams that are very popular really helps our economy quite a bit. So I think it's going to be a fun year to watch, but I've said this over the last couple of weeks. It's so important to win. If the Brewers win in April and May, I think the crowds will be out there. It'll be a great summer. 
If they are not winning in May, I think they're going to lose that enthusiasm, and it's going to be a longer summer. And we need a good summer, right? I mean, it seems like winter has gone on a long time this year, so we need an active and fun summer. Well, we know when the Brewers come back to AmFam, summer's not far away. So we're looking forward to it. Mark Krause, it's always great to have you here. Always good to see you, Libby. Hopefully I'll see you out there tomorrow. You'll be wearing your hat and drinking a cold Miller Lite and eating one or two brats, right? (laughs) You betcha.